Hello, listeners. I'm your host, Amara, and this is Black Girl Gone, a true crime podcast. On this episode of Black Girl Gone, we tell the story of Shanquilla Robinson, a 25-year-old woman from Charlotte, North Carolina, who died on vacation in Mexico on October 29, 2022. Shanquilla had traveled with a group of people, some of whom she'd met in college. 24 hours after she arrived, Shanquilla's mother received a call that she was dead. She was told that she died of alcohol poisoning, but when her mom received an autopsy report, it showed that Shanquella died from a broken neck and a cracked spine. After a video surfaced online of Shanquella being brutally attacked, this story began to gain national attention. What really happened to Shanquella? This is Shanquella's story. By now, most of you have heard the tragic story about what happened to Shanquilla Robinson when she traveled to Mexico with a group of people, including a man she considered a close friend. Thanks to the efforts of Black social media users, the story has gotten more and more attention, and it has helped in moving this case along. It has now reached the national media, and after almost a month and an initial denial that foul play was involved— Mexican authorities have issued an arrest warrant. Now, I normally wouldn't cover a case that is this new because the details and the facts that we know change so quickly. But with everything that we have learned over the past several days, the story is one that needs to stay in the headlines until her family gets all of the answers and the justice that they deserve. An arrest warrant from Mexico does not guarantee that the U.S. will extradite the suspect. And so we have to keep the same energy. I also wanted to tell this story because I know not everyone who listens to the show is on social media. Only a small percentage of our monthly listeners follow us on Instagram and Facebook. And so I wanted to make sure that people know what happened to Shanquilla. This story gaining the attention it has is proof of the power that bringing awareness via social media can bring. If it wasn't for all of the posts from Black Twitter in particular, it is likely that this case would still not be being investigated. When you make a certain amount of noise, it's hard to ignore. But as you listen to the story, I want you to keep in mind that everything that's on the internet surrounding this case is not true. There are also things that have not been confirmed, and there are details of this case that have not been revealed as the investigation proceeds. I will only tell you what we know to be true based on the information that we have. Shanquilla went to Mexico, a perfectly healthy 25-year-old, and 24 hours later, she was dead. The events that took place before and after she died have raised suspicion that there was something far more sinister happening in Mexico. And with those involved staying quiet, people believe that 
they all have something to hide. Shanquilla Robinson was born on January 9th, 1997, in Charlotte, North Carolina, where she grew up. Her mom, Salamandra Robinson, has an older daughter named Quilla, but Shanquilla was her father, Bernard Robinson's only child. She attended West Charlotte High School and then went on to attend Winston-Salem State University, where she graduated in 2018. Her family and Fred said that Shanquilla was ambitious and hardworking, and she used those qualities to start her own business. Actually, she started two businesses. One was a hair braiding service called Exquisite Babies, where she serviced children ages 1 through 12. And she also had an online clothing boutique called The Exquisite Boutique. According to her family, Shanquilla found a lot of success with both of her businesses, and she was well on her way. She was beautiful and creative, and her future was really bright. Looking through her social media pages, you can tell that she was living life to the fullest. She loved traveling, and she shared pictures from her various excursions on Instagram. So... When she told her family that she was going to Cabo with a group of people that she had known since college, they never once thought that she was in danger or that she would never come back from that vacation. In October 2022, Shanquella had plans to travel to Cabo San Lucas in Mexico. There were six people that were planning to attend the trip to Cabo. According to Salamandra, Shanquella's mom, One of the people that was going was someone who her daughter considered a really close friend. His name is Khalil, and she said that they had been friends for five years. In those years, Salamandra herself had gotten to know Khalil pretty well because he had come to their home often, and he had even gone on family trips with them. And so Khalil was more than just an acquaintance. He was someone that Shanquilla had spent a lot of time with. And although it's not known, considering how much she traveled, I would not be surprised if Khalil had gone out of the country with Shanquella before this trip. Now, the group had decided to rent a villa located at the Puerto Los Cabo Resort. The villa was a luxury five-bedroom, six-bathroom residence with its own pool. They planned to stay for the weekend, and then they were scheduled to leave on October 31st. Information posted by a friend of Shanquilla's who did not attend the trip suggests that Shanquilla was the one who fronted the bill for the villa, which was reportedly around $1,600 a night. But I'm unable to confirm whether or not that that's true. According to Salamandra, the reason the group was going to Cabo was to celebrate the birthday of another young woman named Dejanay Jackson. Her mom said that Shanquella had met Dejanay while they were both students at Winston-Salem State, but it doesn't appear that she was anywhere near as close to her as she was with Khalil. Nonetheless, she still planned to attend the trip along with the others to celebrate Dejanay's birthday. According to reports, the group left Charlotte and arrived in Cabo on October 28th. Cabo is a busy tourist destination. Millions of people travel to the area every year to take advantage of the beautiful weather and the white sand beaches. It's paradise, just a few short hours from the United States. Now, 
because no one who arrived in Kabul with Shanquilla has spoken out, what happened after they arrived is one of the mysteries in this situation. We do know that Shanquilla spoke to her mom after she landed. Salamandra said that her daughter told her that she was having a good time and that she was getting ready to eat. Since they were staying at a villa, they apparently had a chef that was coming to cook for them. She told her mom that they were getting ready to have some taco salad, and then she told her that she would call her the following day. In a video that has recently surfaced and been posted online, it shows Shanquilla in a really good mood. Now, it's not clear when exactly the footage was taken, but she is filming as she walks throughout the villa looking for the other women who were supposed to be changing into their bathing suits. Now, since she is the one holding the camera, you can't see Shanquilla, but you can hear her. And in the video, she does sound happy and excited. Her mom said that she had posted to her IG a few times after her arrival, and she looked like she was having a really good time. But less than 24 hours after she arrived in Mexico, Shanquilla was dead. The day after she arrived in Mexico, Khalil called Salamandra saying that Shanquilla wasn't feeling well. He told her that Shanquilla had had too much to drink and that they were calling a doctor to assist. Now, the exact time that she received that call is unknown, but she said it was sometime in the evening, which would be sometime mid-afternoon in Cabo. Now, that afternoon, a seventh person arrived in Cabo to join the festivities. His name is Nazir Wiggins. Nazir, in an attempt to explain his side, is the only one in attendance that has spoken out. Nazir said that when he arrived in Cabo that afternoon around 2.15, he called one of the people at the villa in order to get the address. He said that's when he was informed that Shanquilla was sick. He said that they told him that she had too much to drink. According to Nazir, once he arrived at the villa, he said the group was in a room altogether, but Shanquilla was in a bathroom slumped over a toilet. Now, in his video post, which is now deleted, he said that he tried to comfort Shanquilla by rubbing her head and playing soft music. Apparently, the group had called for a doctor at 2.13 p.m., but it would take an hour before the doctor arrived, according to the Charlotte Observer. Nazir said that he waited with Shanquilla until the doctor arrived. At 3.15 p.m., Dr. Carolyn Gutierrez, who works for the American Medical Center in Cabo, arrived at the villa. She was told by the people there that Shanquilla had too much to drink. In a resort town that attracts a young party crowd, calls for medical emergencies involving alcohol are not uncommon. But along with so many unanswered questions, we do not know why it took her an hour to arrive. However, according to the police report, Dr. Gutierrez attempted to give Shanquilla an IV, but it didn't work. Now, she noted in the report that Shanquilla appeared to be intoxicated and was not able to talk to her. She said that her vital signs were normal, but she was dehydrated. At that point, 
Dr. Gutierrez suggested to the group that Shanquella go to the hospital for further treatment. But according to the report, they refused and requested that she be treated at the villa. Now, why the doctor would not have arranged for Shanquilla to go to the hospital is a big part of this story. I mean, if she felt like she needed to go to the hospital, then she should have called for an ambulance. Instead, she relied on the word of non-medically trained tourists that were insisting Shanquilla be treated at the villa. For over an hour, Dr. Gutierrez stayed at the villa attending to Shanquilla, who despite the doctor's reported efforts, was not getting better. In fact, her conditioning was getting worse. At 4.20 p.m., Shanquella began having a seizure. According to the police report, the seizure lasted a few moments, and then Shanquella began having trouble breathing, and her pulse dropped. It was at that point that one of the other women in the villa Winter Donovan, called 911. Now, at some point, according to reports, Salamandra received a second call, letting her know that the paramedics had been called. At 4.49 p.m., the doctor, along with another person from the group who hasn't been identified, began administering CPR while they waited for the paramedics. But Shanquella's pulse was getting weaker. When EMS arrived, they took over CPR efforts. The report stated that Shanquella was given 14 rounds of CPR, five doses of adrenaline, and six defibrillator shocks to the heart. At 5.25 p.m., police arrived at the villa and spoke to Dr. Gutierrez. Shortly after, Shanquella went into cardiac arrest. And at 5.57 p.m., Shanquella Robinson was pronounced dead. The police report stated that she died from cardiopulmonary arrest. Sadly, people die from alcohol poisoning while on vacation all the time. Loving too much excitement and not knowing your limit can cause this to happen. There have also been incidents at resorts using fake alcohol or counterfeit alcohol that have led to people dying on resorts. But this wasn't a simple open-and-shut case of an American tourist getting drunk and dying on vacation. Something happened to Shanquilla. And when her family received the autopsy report, they discovered that she did not die from alcohol poisoning at all. It's hard to imagine losing a loved one, a wife, a husband, a child. For many... It's their biggest fear. From Wondery, The Vanished is a podcast that tells the stories of often overlooked and unsolved missing persons cases. Every week, host Marissa Jones dives into a new case, sharing the details of their mysterious disappearance from interviews with family, friends, law enforcement, and even suspects in an effort to reveal the truth. The Vanished has even aided in getting long overdue arrests through their in-depth interviews. Marissa reminds listeners of the human being behind the headlines and aims to help family members find their vanished loved ones or at least a sense of peace. Follow The Vanished on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, or 
Listen early and ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts or the Wondery app. This holiday season, if you're looking for a unique gift that inspires curiosity, travel, and culture, give the gift of Babbel. Babbel is the language learning app that has sold more than 10 million subscriptions. Thanks to Babbel's addictively fun and easy bite-sized language learning lessons, you'll finally be able to discover the wonder that comes with learning a new language. With Babbel, you only need 10 minutes to complete a lesson, so you can start having a real-life conversation in a new language in as little as three weeks. Other language learning apps use AI for their lesson plans, but Babbel lessons were created by over 150 language experts and voiced by real native speakers, not computers. Their teaching method has been scientifically proven to be effective. With Babbel, you can choose from 14 different languages, including Spanish, French, Italian, and German. Plus, Babbel's speech recognition technology helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent. There are so many ways to learn with Babbel. In addition to lessons, you can access podcasts, games, videos, stories, and even live classes. Plus, it comes with a 20-day money-back guarantee. Start your language learning journey today with Babbel. Right now, get 55% off your subscription when you go to babbel.com slash girlgone. That's babbel.com slash girlgone for up to 55% off your subscription. Babbel, language for life. On October 28th, 2022, 25-year-old Shanquilla Robinson went to Cabo with a group of people to celebrate one of their birthdays. 24 hours after she arrived, her mom received a call that Shanquilla died from alcohol poisoning. A doctor on the scene reported that before her death, Shanquilla suffered a seizure and then went into cardiac arrest. She attempted CPR, but Shanquilla died. At first, this appeared to be a simple case of alcohol poisoning. But when her family received the autopsy report, they learned that the people with Shanquella had not told them the whole story. When Salamandra, Shanquella's mom, received the news from her friend Khalil that she was dead, it was unbelievably devastating. Her daughter had been in Cabo for a day, and now she was getting a call that she was dead. There were questions from the start, and according to her, she didn't believe the story pretty much from the beginning. After Shanquilla's death, all of the people returned back to the United States, leaving Shanquilla's body in Mexico. Khalil, however, took her belongings with him and flew them back and then returned them to her mom. Salamandra already had suspicions about the story that Khalil told her on the phone. But when she received information that there had been a fight involving her daughter, a fight that Khalil apparently never mentioned, she became even more suspicious about what she was being told. She's not sure when they came back from Cabo, but one by one, she spoke to the people that were on the trip. And according to her, 
they all told different stories. She was told by one of them that Shanquilla was found dead by a maid in the bathroom. None of their stories made sense. And with the information that she had learned about a fight, Shanquilla's mom was sure that someone was hiding something. She just had no idea what. On November 10th, 2022, almost two weeks after Shanquilla's death, her family received the official autopsy report from the coroner in Cabo after contacting the FBI. Now, although they never believed the alcohol poisoning story, the details were shocking. The autopsy revealed that Shanquilla did not die from alcohol poisoning. She died from a severe spinal cord injury and a broken neck. There was no mention of the alcohol, and the report stated that she died within 15 minutes of her injury and died at 3 p.m. Her mom knew immediately that someone had done something to her daughter. She did not accidentally break her neck. But what she didn't know at the time was that a doctor had been there when her daughter died. or that a police report stated that she died three hours later at almost 6 p.m. The autopsy report did not match the police report, but at the time, her family had no idea. Authorities in Mexico had determined that this was an accidental death, and there were no plans to further investigate what happened. When the State Department was contacted, they said that there were no obvious signs of foul play, and they suggested the family hire a private investigator to find out what happened. On November 12th, 2022, after paying $6,000, Shanquilla's body was flown back to North Carolina. But when her mom saw her, it was clear that her daughter had been attacked. According to Salamandra, her daughter's body had signs of trauma including bruises, which made the fact that no one was investigating her death even more frustrating. People who knew Shanquella began talking about what happened to her on social media, and the local media in Charlotte also began picking up the story. Among them, Queen City News was one of the first to report the story about Shanquella. Within a day or so of their story airing, Social media users started paying attention to the story and asking questions, too. People agreed with Shanquella's mom. There was more to this story. Five days after her family received the autopsy report, a video began to surface of a brutal attack on Shanquella. We know it's her in the video because her mom and dad have confirmed it. What we don't know is when the video was taken. It could have been the day that they arrived, or it could have been the day of her death. But we do know that it's daytime because it's light outside. Now, on the video, you see Shanquella and a woman that social media users allege is Dejanae Jackson. Shanquella is nude in the video, and the woman is physically assaulting her. At one point in the video, 
she grabs Shanquella, who is a petite girl, and throws her down to the ground before she knees her in the head. The video is disturbing and heartbreaking because no one is helping Shanquella. This wasn't a fight. She wasn't hitting back. She was being attacked. On the video, you can hear one of the men on the trip telling her to, quote, at least fight back. And although we don't know when the video was filmed, people believe that it captures some of Shanquella's last moments. Once the video was released, it quickly went viral. Even celebrities were commenting on the horrifying video of Shanquella being attacked. The video was shared over and over again with people demanding justice. They wanted the people that she had gone to Cabo with arrested. One by one, everyone on the trip was identified. And shortly after that, they all began to delete their social media pages and change their numbers. Salamandra said that when he first came back from Cabo, Khalil had been coming over. But after the autopsy results were revealed, she hadn't seen him since. She thought that he was her daughter's friend. She never imagined that he would let something like this happen to her. On Saturday, November 19th, Shanquella's family laid her to rest. Hundreds of people attended her funeral, which was held at the church that she grew up in. Almost a month after her death, her family was finally able to bury her. But now, they needed those responsible held accountable. After a week of people talking about this case nonstop on social media, the mainstream media began to pick up this story and ask the questions that everyone else had already been asking. After weeks of pressure, Mexican authorities declared that they were now investigating Shanquella's death. And the FBI in Charlotte also said that they were looking into the death and were in receipt of the viral video showing the assault. Once the information from the police report that contradicts the autopsy was released, Mexican authorities also said that they were investigating the two officers at the scene and Dr. Gutierrez, who spent hours at the villa prior to Shanquilla's death. As pressure began to mount on Mexican authorities about the way they handled the death investigation, prosecutors in Mexico announced on November 23rd that they have issued an arrest warrant for one person. Now, although they have not named who that suspect is, they have said that she is a female. Many people believe that the warrant is for Dejanay Jackson, the woman alleged to be in the video assaulting Shanquilla. The woman is being charged with femicide, which in Mexico is a gender-based murder charge. They now say that Shanquilla's death was the result of a direct attack, not an accident. Mexican prosecutors said that they have already begun the process of extraditing the suspect back to Mexico and are working with the U.S. State Department and Interpol. Salamandra and the rest of Shanquilla's family are happy that finally someone is starting to listen to them and that her death 
is finally being investigated. But until everyone involved is held accountable, they're not done with their fight for justice. There are still many unanswered questions about what happened to Shanquilla in the 24 hours that she was in Mexico. But the idea that she drank herself to death is off the table for investigators because they are now saying that this was an intentional homicide, a direct attack. The fact that this murder was committed in Mexico makes it far more complicated than if it had taken place in Charlotte. Her family believes that she was set up, that they invited her to Mexico so that they could assault her. Salamandra has alleged that $10,000 was stolen from Shanquilla. It is not clear if this was cash money or if it was someone using her ATM debit card or credit card, but the accusation only adds to the belief that this was a setup. Hopefully, with this investigation, her family will learn the whole truth about what happened and why. This story and the details of what happened have left a mark on many of us. It's hard to imagine how you go on a trip with a group of people that you know and 24 hours later, you end up dead. From the beginning, this case was handled poorly by Mexican authorities. They allowed the suspects to leave the country. They were never interviewed. There was conflicting information on both the police report and the autopsy report. And had it not been for the pressure put on them by the media because of the outcry on social media, they most likely would have swept this under the rug. I'm sure there will be more details released in the coming days and weeks, and so we will find out more about what happened. But it's possible that what we know now isn't the truth. Like I said, this case was handled poorly, and the information about the doctor was learned recently, so there's no telling what else that they know or what they have not revealed yet. None of the people that went to Cabo with Shanquilla were her friends. Whether they directly participated in the assault or the lie after, they never cared about her. Friends don't act the way these people acted. They don't film you nude while someone assaults you. They don't lie to your mother about what happened. And innocent people don't disappear. They stand in their truth. My heart breaks for Shanquella and her family. I remember what it's like to be young and carefree. And a lot of us have experienced a snake or two in the grass, but no one expects for it to result in death. At 25 years old, Shanquilla had such a bright, beautiful life ahead of her. She had so much to look forward to. And she did not deserve to die the way she did, surrounded by people who could care less about her. It's a tragedy, but I hope that her family is closer to justice. Do not stop talking about Shanquilla's murder. Do not stop sharing her story until every single person responsible is held accountable. May Shanquella Robinson rest in peace. 
Thank you for listening to this week's episode. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. It also helps our show grow. As always, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.